Hey, everyone who is tuned in, I am so excited because this is our first Fossilpreneur podcast episode, and the person that I have the opportunity to chat with today is someone who is, like, essentially a day one, right? Like, Anthony is somebody that I met in a previous life, not really, but kind of, um, Anthony was an alum of Urban Alliance, Baltimore. Shout out to Urban Alliance for all the incredible work that they do, which is an incredible social impact organization that is headquartered in D.C. that provides meaningful internship experiences for youth from underserved communities across Baltimore, Detroit, Chicago, um, and the greater D.C. the greater D.C. region. And I had a chance to meet Anthony when he was alum. And let me tell you, the first time he met me, he was like, who are you? Like, yeah. you're new to this team. I don't know you. Why should I talk yeah. to you? But after we broke the ice, like, literally, Anthony had, I have been inseparable since. He was a part of our first virtual cohort of Fosterpreneur. I could go on and on about how incredible this young man is. Um, but we'll have a chance to, like, talk about it, and he'll share part of his story with you. So this is my intro, Anthony, but I want to turn over to you, Anthony, to just tell the people, like, who you are. What do you want them to know about you? Yes, yes. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on today, Erica. Um, it was always a pleasure to talk and you know, assist you in any way possible. But hello, everyone. My name is Anthony McCray. I am a 26-year-old from Baltimore, Maryland, and I am a artist. I formerly uh, participate in the craft of photography, and I've been doing it for the last three and a half years. My work, at, I went to the University of Maryland Eastern Shore, Shadowhawks, and I've been a part of Fosterpreneur for the last three years. Awesome. Thanks, Anthony. And like, through, I just want you guys to know that throughout this conversation, I'm going to plug his work and what he does. So you're going to know him. And if you're in the Baltimore and DC or in the Northeastern quarter, this is a person that you want to have in your Rolodex. If you still keep a Rolodex, right? Whoever does your phone book, virtual CRM tool, whatever. Right. So, um, I just remembered that I didn't even really tell the people what Fosspreneur is, just assuming people know. So Fosspreneur is a social impact organization, and our mission is to empower foster care alumni to help them become successful business owners. Um, and we do that in a plethora of ways through our virtual cohort model, one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, and beyond, just to name our core components of our program. Mm -hmm. So. Anthony mentioned at the end of his intro that he's been a part of Fosterpreneur since 2020. So what I want to do, Anthony, I want us to go back to really the end of the summer of 2020 when we first, when I first mentioned the idea to you and you were uh, a budding photographer that was talented but had no clients, right? Mm -hmm. And my question for you is, why did you decide to be a part of Fosterpreneur and go on this journey with us? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's a great question. Um, back in 2020, you know, like that was the year of uh, the infamous COVID coming through. And um, I had literally just started photography uh, a month, like maybe a month before, three months before COVID had started. Right. And um, surprise, surprise, um, COVID actually, like, you know, slightly helped my business around that time due to um, like the social distancing. But um, when we end up having a conversation towards the end of the summer, I, I believe it was in, like around September. Um, 
I just I seen you know like I I was really enjoying like the mission and like the focus of, of what Fosterpreneur was talking about, and um, I really felt like it was a good opportunity to learn because like I'm not I'm not you know like you don't grow up just knowing you know how to run a business. So I was like, well, why not learn from someone who is doing it? Someone you know who's been you know multiple jobs, not multiple jobs, but multiple like uh, leadership spaces, uh, i.e. Mr. William Hanablu. Um, and, you know, like, I just, honestly, that was a great opportunity to learn and just to grow and, you know, also connect, network with people. Yeah, no, I, it, it's so funny you mentioned, like, during the infants COVID, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it was just yeah. <laughs> here. And I like what you said, like, we don't know what it takes to, like, be a business owner, right? Like, right. those are skills that I think sometimes people think that, oh, if you have this incredible business idea or you go file LLC or B Corp, S Corp, you know, whatever, right? That mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's going to come to you by osmosis and you're just going to know what it takes to be a business owner. You know, or if you're a talented photographer in your case or a talented baker or hairstylist, that means that translates into entrepreneurship. And that's not the case, right? Like, right. so tell me for you, like, when it comes to the skills that you gained or the mm -hmm. skills that were planted through your experience as a fosterpreneur, like what were some of the key things that you feel like you gained from that experience? Some of the key things that I gained from that experience, I think most first and most importantly, one thing that Mr. Williams stressed a lot was knowing your target audience. Like, yeah, you can have a good product and you could ad adhere to everyone if you want to, but your business isn't going to go far by doing so because like, you know, there's only certain people who want the product you have. And then the next question is how great is that product? And what are you doing differently than the next person? Right. And I was thinking about that. I was under the pretense of, uh, I'm a great artist. People should book me regardless. And you know, you know, it's very prideful and that ain't, it doesn't work out. I still, even still to this day, I have to remind myself, I have to drop that, like that, not that guard, but like, you know, my pride and my ego, um, I think the biggest thing I learned learning from Mr. William and you was uh, knowing your target audience, knowing how to find your target audience and how to, you know, obviously figuring out like how is your product or your service or anything that you're giving or selling, um, how is it better? Um, or what is different than the rest? Because, yeah, we could all be photographers or, any, you know, anybody, but like if you're providing the same thing as the next person, you know, different than them. You know what I mean? Granted, you are different, but like if it's the service is not different or if the... Uh, the um the experience or anything like that is not different than you know it's not uh it's not gonna be too too great so i think that's like definitely one of the most valuable things i learned and if i could say one more thing um is like understanding business is business you know like um still to this day like when i talk to mr williams sometimes i'm like I mean, when we used to have a lot of conversations back in um in 2021 um in 2020 i would always state like you know i would always come like you know i'm artist first artist first but like you know now that it's been three years now now i'm starting to think more of like it's kind of like almost even like businessmen businessman and um thinking as a business and also thinking as just an artist you know what i mean like yeah i want to create art i want to help this person oh you know always of course but um you know i still have a business to sustain i think that's definitely one thing Ms. William really implemented a lot <laughs> in that uh in the course and in the, in the cohort, so I think that's definitely the 
the the great viable things I learned from being a entrepreneur. Uh, okay, so I want to make sure I like do a proper recap. So you're okay. saying, hey, the, one of the things is the target customer, and knowing mm -hmm. that even if you have a service as like ubiquitous or that's everywhere, like you can find, you could just do a Google search and find a photographer in your own zip code, right? Like Easily. you have to know who you're specifically marketing to, right? Right. And then on top of that, what is your unique selling proposition, right? So yep. mm -hmm. I, I want to ask, before I go through the other part of the recap, I want to ask you, Anthony, like, what is your unique selling proposition? Like, what mm -hmm. has allowed you, because he hasn't shared it with everyone yet, but like, he has been on the festival circuit um, captured, made America Festival. He's also been featured in Essence and Forbes mm -hmm. magazine. Like you've gotten huge, huge opportunities that have put you on not just a national circuit, but like in international publications. Oh, I'm sorry. I said Essence. I meant to say Ebony. Excuse me. S Ebony magazine, not Essence. Oh. Yeah, uh, but like publications that are well-respected that have mm -hmm. a global outreach. So like, I, I want to go back to like, what, what is the thing that like is your unique selling proposition, which has afforded you these opportunities? I think the biggest thing now, cause that definitely was something I'll try to figure on. Um, I, I would focus on like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm going to take a great photo. That'll be, you know, good for me. But like I said, you know, back in the, um, back when I first started, the idea of was like, Providing more than just a great photo um, wasn't like a huge concept to me, but now you know, really start I kind of dial back and now just focus on the customer experience. I want to make sure that you have a great photo shoot. I don't care if you went to the Jack Jack down the street and he gave you a great photo shoot. I want to make sure you have a great photo shoot with me too. You know what I mean? Um, that's the biggest thing because like if you can provide a great service, uh, great you know, great photos. Um, that's amazing. You know I mean? I, people, you know, of course remember like, oh, he took these great photos, but oh, he was a douchebag. He took mm. a great photo, but oh, he was like late or he was mean. You know what I mean? I always like, I'm like very charismatic, um, optimistic and like outgoing with my clients. And it honestly is kind of pushes me out of my comfort zone because there are some days where I might not want to talk, but I'm like, well, it doesn't matter what I feel like doing right now. Cause you know, I'm providing a service for this client. And, you know, like, I always try to make sure, like, you have a great time because it's been too many times I've heard um, um, a person shoot with another photographer and a photographer, you know, didn't provide them a great service and they were nervous to get back in front of the camera with anybody, mm. right? And um, that's a common thing, like, a lot happens. Um, so my method as of right now, so how I, um, how I do get clients is uh, the word of mouth um, by referral and also just really just by, I still just get clients just based off of, like, oh, I really like your work. You know what I mean? They seen like recently I, a client booked me because they seen I did a beauty shoot with um, this very talented makeup artist and um, they wanted to book me for it. You know what I mean? So um, I guess that's in a sense kind of like word of mouth, but I guess we wouldn't call it word of the internet. <laughs> word of, word the internet. of the internet. I'm going no. I'm to I'm coin that. Word of the internet. You should. You know, we might have to go and get that trademark right you now. You should, yes. Like, yes. Deion Sanders is tra has trademarks now and for it's personal. Yes. Like, all that prime time. Maybe all we that. should get it. Maybe we should do that. All that. All that. All that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that is my now, method. I really appreciate that you said you focus on the customer experience because this is something that's universal, no matter whether you're a business owner, wannabe business owner, an employee, entrepreneur, any of those things, right? Yeah. Like, 
how can you wow the people that you are working with? And mm-hmm. not in a way that's disingenuous, right? But like, how can you make sure that you're providing an experience where they're like, I want to be back. I want to I wanna experience that again, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think about that Maya Angelou quote that like, people will forget what you said, but they won't forget how you made them feel. Yep. Also, um, they would never I, forget that. Yeah, I I want to say that you know from seeing you to not having to barely having clients, yeah, having a rotation of clients is something that is a full testament to mm-hmm. who you are and the work that you've done and how it speaks. Right, I appreciate you. Yeah, thank for you. Self. You're you're welcome. You know, so I'm I'm thinking right, like Anthony there. There are potential, there are other fosterpreneur students who either, who are curious about being a part of our program, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm not a photographer, you know, I'm not quite sure what my strengths are, but I'm curious about entrepreneurship. Like, what mm-hmm. would you, like, what would be your advice to them? Like, if they're just curious and they, but they're maybe feeling a little insecure or nervous taking that first step, what would you, what would you say to them? I will honestly say, just do it. Wasted potential it's way worse than failing, honestly. Um, like, you like, you know what I mean? In this life, like, to learn, you know, I've been in some very, uncom- very uncomfortable situations as an entrepreneur. And, you you know, you can speak on it. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those experiences, you know, have helped change me, helped me become a better person and also a better uh, entrepreneur overall. You know, like, um, before, uh, you know, I wasn't using contracts when I first started. Now, that's something, like, you know, I have to use. You know what I mean? Because, like, just to make sure I'm good or whoever I'm working with is, like, you know, they're not, um, they're not getting, um, you know, like, they feel like they're being slated in any type of way. And um, I think, like, I would tell anyone who wants to get started or any artistic journey you want to take, just do it and have fun. That's the, that's, that's the most important part. Like, it's not going to be pretty when you first started. Like, my first photo, <laughs> I, you know, I, when I look back at some of my work sometimes, I'm like, dang. What was I thinking? <laughs> but I was like, you know, I don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that's the journey of growing within your work. Like, you like you, whatever work you do, you really start to learn a lot about yourself when you're passionate and you're like, you're obviously very intentional with what you're doing. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to take some time, but that's the biggest thing is patience. Just be patient and have fun and just do it. Yeah, no, I'm so glad you said that. So, because I think one of the things that, you know, sometimes people forget, right? When you've had a certain level of success, even though it's a journey, right? You don't just get to a destination. It's all, while we're living on this planet, it's all journey. It is um, journey. Would you mind sharing that first photo with me? And when I do the edits, right? Yeah. I put that in just so people can yeah. see the possibilities that like you didn't start off if they go to your site now seeing all the incredible images like this is where you start because yeah. i want to make it practical for those who are feeling like i don't know what to do mm-hmm. or how do i how do i continue to build the confidence to take those steps yeah. right so yeah. i want to um can i add one more thing yeah yeah go ahead please do i think like when you know speaking on you said how do you build that confidence um that's something I, you know, I struggled with too when I first started. There was a point where I did not like what I was putting out or like my work at all. And I remember every day, like I would look at it and be like, I think I don't like this. You know what I mean? And that's that's a personal preference, right? Uh, but you know, when they say when you start to become more intentional, um, you have like a you know a deepened focus on what you want to do and like, you know who you are as a person at that moment. You know, you start to have an appreciation for your work. Like you know, like my old work isn't 
super amazing how it you know looks now but like i still appreciate for what it was because like people back then were like oh this looks great and i'm looking at myself like now looking back at it, i'm like there's no way but like you know people you know like it's just it's just really the beauty of like anything you do like like i said not everything's gonna be pretty at all when you first started you know what i mean that's the thing you can't be a perfectionist so that's one day i'll definitely tell people if you're a perfectionist you have to let you have to drop your ego because <laughs> you're just gonna be stressed out every day trying to be a perfectionist yeah, no. Oh, and that's and that's the analysis paralysis, right? Where you don't mm-hmm. want to take those steps to to move forward in those ways. So, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, but yeah, I can't wait to put the first photo and yeah. just a snapshot <laughs> of your work now, just so the people um, and future students can see what the progress that's been made. So. Oh, my pleasure. So we we know that you've you've been on this journey. You're continuing to develop your your skills and and continuing to book um, really amazing opportunities. Um, and I want to take it back a little bit to um, your experience talking about your experience as entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Now, when you think about three years ago when you started with us, right? Like. Where do you want to see Fosterpreneur continue to progress? Like, what are what's your vision for this organization that you're a part of? Um, <clears throat> I think where I want Fosterpreneur to go, um, I think is a I think it's a great organization, and I would want to be able to see it like running at like trying to find the right words. Well, I guess. I'm gonna try to, I guess, speak how well I, like, I, guess, I guess I see it. Um, running at like full, like capacity, like it would kind of be on like living classrooms type of, uh, okay. uh, living classrooms type of, um, type of capacity, um, or like you know in its own way, right? No, in no comparison. Um, like you know we have like multiple instructors, like Mr. William, right? Uh, educated professionals giving you know young, paying it forward to young, um, young entrepreneurs who you know who are just a, a little seed waiting to blossom right um i think like that's my vision for it. i think it's going to be um a very successful business and like it's going to be you know it's going to do a lot of social impact work um to the young you know young people across the nation you know what i mean um first starting here in baltimore well we're everywhere anyway already but you know you know what i mean like really uh you know taking off here and then like really launching you know and going really far um i think it's gonna be great and when, once people find out and get hip to it, people are going to be knocking at the door. <laughs> so. No, I, I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, as a founder of Entrepreneur, I'm always curious, especially with what our students have to say with where mm-hmm. they see us going and, we did not mention this before, but Anthony is a part of the Fosterpreneur board now. So as a board mm-hmm. member, like what he sees the trajectory of what, of of what fosterpreneur is and can be so mm-hmm. um i appreciate you responding to that and just sharing your vision for for the work here no um, as you know anthony because we had we talk very regularly right like i, I know that it's about of, of yes. you and, and and a huge supporter um before we officially wrap up I want to know, is there anything else that you want the people to know about you? About me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, to know about me is that, um, like I said, first and foremost, I'm an artist, and I truly love 
what I do and like how I make people feel when I see the eyes light up from a photo I took. And this is like, you know, the, a funny question I always get is like, oh, this is the raw? Like, this isn't edited at all. Mind you, we just took the photo. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's not edited at all. They're like, wow. Like, that's amazing. I, literally was, I was photographing an event last night. I literally just happened, you know, like by practice and skill, not a flex. You know, I would have, you know, I just took the photo and a girl happened to be on her iPhone, like recording our friend. <laughs> she looks at my camera. She was like, wow, that photo is amazing. <laughs> Mind you, in my head, I'm thinking about all the things I got to, uh, you know, might have to fix or like whatever. But I still think it's a great photo. But, you know, like, I, you know, that's still the beauty of it. Like people and it's still like one thing about me. I'm very grateful for what I do and how I've been able to do this. Because, like, you know, I started, I became a full time entrepreneur last year. Um, and Miss Eric, Erica can attest to it. <laughs> I was I was struggling. You know what I mean? Even still mm-hmm. to this day, like I still have my struggles and you know, I'm still trying to figure it out, but like it's way better than last year. And um, you know, I owe it to Fossilpreneur, Mr. William, Miss Erica, um, and other people who have helped me. Um, who got me to this journey, you know what I mean? Like Erica, no one knows this, but Erica, you know, helped me uh hit my biggest job, you know, last year. You know what I mean? Um, and I was do her. You know, what I mean, she didn't have to do that, but like you know what I mean? Like that's I guess one well one someone does uh well, I guess when they see you as like a friend first, um, and like a you know, in the sense of a mentee, right? Um, so I'm like very grateful. One day I want people to know I'm very grateful for what I do and I'm very uh um happy that I am able to do this. You know what I mean? I'm kinda like, you know, almost living out my dream. Not fully yet, but you know, in a sense living on my dream and you know, I will want people to know that like you can you can do it. You, you, it's gonna take some time, but you can do it. And I'm gonna be a world-renowned photographer one day. I'm gonna end it, end it right there. All right, I'm dropping my proverbial mic. Dropping <laughs> 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 my proverbial mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So the last thing is, where can the people find you? Where can people find me? You can find me on Instagram, um, LinkedIn. And Instagram, LinkedIn, and my website. Um, my Instagram name is Anthony McCray, M C C R A Y dot photo. And my LinkedIn is Anthony McCray, just my first and last name. Um, connect with me, talk to me. You can ask me questions. Um, even hire me if you if you if you best if that bestie fit, that would be great. Um, and let's connect and just create art. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for being our first podcast host. Yes. I mean, <laughs> right. So, um, so grateful for you. So grateful that you've been a part of this journey, and mm-hmm. excited for people to more people to find you yes, and work with you. you. Yes, I appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank everyone for tuning in today, um, and. We hope that you take care. Until next time. Peace. Until next time. Peace.